Actually, number one, number one place in the world is Australia. The big question is this. How investors like us who weren't born with a silver spoon successfully investing in property to create a passive income and still have a lifestyle now? That is the question. This podcast will give you the answers. I'm George Markoski and welcome to the Positive Property Show. Our mission is to empower 10,000 people to create financial freedom through property using the Markoski method. Join us. You can see me. Awesome. You can see me. I can see myself now. I'm going to add Belinda Flaherty. Belinda Flaherty is one of our head property coaches, and she's coming live from Melbourne. She's been locked down, and she's been dying to get out, so I'm going to introduce Belinda now. Belinda, welcome to the show. Hey, welcome, welcome. Actually, I should have come on with my mask. Yes. Then, so, you, wouldn't have, then you wouldn't have known where I was. You could pick straight away where I'm coming from. Yep, yep. <laughs> so, look, um, tonight, as you can see, you know, what I've written is so many people miss opportunities in their life because they focus on how instead of obsessing over their why. Correct. Right? You know, opportunities to grow, to learn, to become a better person or create a more fulfilling life aren't always a clear path. No. Right? And the thing is, this is what happens a lot of the time, you know, and what I want to do, do is really, right, obsess over your why first because the why is the most important thing, not the how. Because the how, once you've got the why, once you know why you're doing something and you've got the why and you've got that fire in your belly and you're decided that you're going to do this and die, you know, you make that commitment, then you're going to just make it happen. Would you agree? Oh, look, it all comes down to, you know, successful people do what unsuccessful people aren't willing to do. What I've done today is I actually got, I, I got myself a new little thing in my arm. What's that? Yeah, see this? Can you everyone see this? What it is, right? And because I've been having a few beers tonight, it's not going to be a good thing. But what I've done is I've bought a, I bought a new little thing. And what you can do is you can actually measure. So what this is, it's called the Freestyle Libre. And you can scan. And as you can see now, my blood sugar is, right, there you go, 5.1. So what I'm doing is for 14 days, I'm doing a... I think for 14 days, where I'm going to measure my blood sugar 24-7. Wow. Measure my blood sugar when I wake up, when I have a beer, when I don't eat, when I work out, when I'm in the sauna, when I'm in the bath, when I'm exercising or whatever else, you know what I mean? doesn't matter. I want to really awesome. get clear, awesome. you know, clear on it. Because what gets measured gets done. You know what I mean? You've got to measure that. It's very important. With me, I remember back in the day, and you were there, Belinda. I was working three jobs, not three jobs, three businesses. I had the cookware company, education company, the marketing company. Correct. And I was doing 80 hours a week. I was stressed out. And look, I was looking old. I was in my 30s, but I was looking like 50. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I was stressed. I was working hard and I lost my why. I mean, why was I doing it? Why was I doing this, right? And what happened was I really had to find a better way. And the thing is, I always knew from a young age that property investing was the way to, you know, to get to get where I needed to get because I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth and I wasn't going to inherit a fortune. My parents, they struggled to make ends meet. I didn't. I wasn't born with a silver spoon. They struggled to make ends meet, and I really knew from a young age that if it was to be, it was up to me. Absolutely. So that's one thing. So my why was I really didn't want to be like my parents. They worked hard, they saved money, they never went out for dinner with us, we never did anything. Now, I retired at 37. And a lot of people say, well, if you're retired, why, if you're so rich, it's a successful, why are you still working? Okay, we've got someone else here. I want to be a good example to my children to show them the best way to spend their money. Yeah, well, fantastic. Well done, oh, that's really good. Actually, we had a new member join up today and one of the biggest factors of them joining the program was to have, uh, you know, lead by example for the children, the next generation. A better future for the children. Yeah, exactly. And look, if, if you think, imagine, if you imagine the space shuttle, right? And this is fascinating. The space shuttle, right, it's got two big rockets to the side of the space shuttle, you know, and so guess what? 80% of the fuel is used just to get off the ground. That's right. I originally enjoyed working in business. 
But then I got caught up in it and I had all these different businesses and I was working long hours. I was stressed out. I was there early, late, but I wasn't getting the fun out of it. I wasn't getting the enjoyment out of it, right? And look, you know, one thing we've got to keep clear is when you still, when you first start, you've got to put the effort in. You've got to work hard and do what you need to do, right? So I'm not saying it's easy. But what I was talking about the other day was about self-discipline. I did this video on self-discipline on my personal page the other day. And what I want to do is I'm going to just bring it up now because there was one person that was quite upset with me. And Really? What were they upset about? I'll tell you what they said. I'm going to read it out. So what I did is I talked about – what I was saying is I really hate the, the get-rich-quick mentality. If you're a snowflake, please don't watch this. And here was <laughs> a snowflake. So we had a snowflake watch me, and, that, and that's going to happen sometimes, right? But basically, this guy, Guy Morgan, his name is, he said, who are you to say your life was, is worth it, and others' lives aren't worth it? Stop assuming everyone's value shouldn't be like yours as a tool to make money for you. Did you say that more money enables you to be more spiritual? And then he's like, I'm going to go before you disappear up your own certain appendage, right? OMFG. This is the deal, right? And I want to get, keep this clear. I'm not saying you should have my values at all, Right? Or my journey or anything. What I'm doing is I'm sharing what I've got because I think it's valuable. And, and I think that your values are your values. And I'm not saying my values are better or worse than everyone. But what I'm trying to say is there's two types of discipline. There, there's two types of pain, sorry. right? One is the pain of discipline. The other is the pain of regret. And this is the fact. You know, Guy, whatever his name is, the knob. <laughs> I'm not going to call him a knob, the snowflake. Oh, no, the snowflake. The regardless right even him that was commenting you're gonna to have to choose and i'm telling you one thing because i'm not perfect i've made mistakes all the time so i'm not perfect and look you know i've been trying to go keto and i'm having a beer because it's hot and it's beautiful and i'm thinking stuff it i'm gonna do it so by no means am i perfect i make a lot of mistakes i'm human right however i do enough to get where i need to get right and i when i need to get the discipline i do it and i get there because the, the important thing is when you're starting out, when I started out, I worked really hard. I saved every cent and I worked hard to get where I needed to get, right? And Absolutely. You know what? I, I saw you do that, George, right from, you know, 20, 22, 20, I mean, I think it's 23, 24 years ago now. Yeah, back in, um, that was back, um, I retired at 37, that was back in 2007, right? So, Basically, I worked hard, and the thing yeah. is, and you're one of the hardest work, workers I knew. You know, when we were, first, you know, when I first met you. Totally, from seven in the morning to eleven o'clock at night. Now, and I don't mind. And now I choose to do what I want to do. This is my goal. I want to, I want to empower ten thousand Australians to create wealth through property using the Mikoski method. That's my goal, and you know what? And I always say, you know, why do you do this if you're retired? I enjoy this. Is it all fun? No. The last two days, I had to do paperwork and tax and stuff like that. I'll tell you what, I hated it, right? I didn't like it at all. So a lot of times, even in the job that I choose to do, my purpose is not easy. Just being honest with you, it's not always fun and games. Sometimes it's hard. In the last two days, I thought, I, I just, I was, I was being booked out hour after hour meetings the last two days. I just couldn't handle it. I hated it. And... And sometimes I say to myself, why am I doing this? But the thing is, I know why I'm doing this, because this is my purpose. And I'm not doing it because it's easy. I'm doing it because it's hard. See, doing something because it's easy, what's the point? Do well, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it, right? All oh, right. Also, where is the Aki Aki Breaky Heart? Now, remember, we're doing this whole thing. Uh, Belinda, you're going to have to help me. We're what doing am I helping you with? At the beginning of the session, we're supposed to do a bit of a, what do you call it, a song. Oh, really? I need a bit of uh, prep for that. Well, what did I put in Aki Breaking Heart? We'll just do a few bars on it, okay? <laughs> right? I'm going to get the one for the lyrics on my screen. I'll share the screen. That will make it easy. Okay. Oh, an ad. So let's just go past this ad. I did promise we're going to do this, so we have to do it. You know, it's part of the fun. Ah, oh, this is hilarious. Okay. Are you ready? Can you hear it? Uh, I can't hear it. Turn it up, please. Um, can you hear it now? Can you hear it now? Yep. Now you're going to sing it with me. 
I can't. I, I don't know the lyrics. I'm not a. What a fool I've been, and I've been joking for everything on the phone. You can feel my arms to go back in the phone, and you can tell my feet to hit the floor. <laughs> you can tell my lips <laughs> fingertips. I want to reaching out for you no more. Tell me why my achy breaky heart just don't think I understand. And if you tell my heart, my achy breaky heart, it might blow up and kill this man. We're going to have to do a new one next time with Christina. Next time, I, I need a bit of uh, prepping for that. And I would have worn my cowboy boots. What are you talking about? Yeah, so guys, um, we're going to talk property. And what I want to do is um, I really am keen to actually talk about COVID. There's a lot of conspiracy theories going around about COVID. Oh, so many. I can't keep up. And um, I'm going to um, I'm going to um, really hit that on the head, but not tonight. That's my next one. Okay, the nine percent versus ten percent. Okay, I don't understand the nine percent versus ten percent, so I need more. I need to yeah be a bit more specific on that one. Yep, but I'm happy to talk about it. LVR, does that mean you're okay at ten? Okay, LVR. All right, okay, yes. So with LVR, right? Basically, like the golden rule of LVR, I can see here some. Um, is there some birds in the background of your house? No, I've got no birds. Okay, so the LVR thing, right? Basically, how many times I had leverage against your home? Ninety-nine percent LVR. Let's go through this. Okay. Let's go through. Let's talk about LVR first. My golden rule for LVR, and remember, every golden rule is there to break is I like to own 20% of the property and I want the bank to own 80%. So I like to go into a 20% deposit. But there are factors involved where I say no to that and I'll go differently. I'll give you an example. So let's say, for example, I can buy one property with 20% deposit or I can get two properties at 10%. What am I going to do? Well, either no-go zones. Yes. I I stick to the question. I'll call out the... Uh, uh, you stick to... One yep. at a time, I'll call out the questions. So basically, what I want to do is I'd rather get two properties at 90% LVR than one property 80%. However, one thing I'm going to do, which is very important, I'm not going to buy more than one property at a time. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get one property at a time, finish the whole deal, because what you do is you get your cash flow calculator out. One one thing we do with our property is we look at is it top one up. Second thing we do is look at the cash flow calculator and see cash flow calculator. Can I afford it or not? And if it's a yes, if it's top one hundred, I can afford it. We go yes, we buy it. Then what we do after we buy it and rent it out, we go through the numbers again and check our premise. It's a scientific process, guys. You know this is not airy fairy stuff. It's a science. And what I do is each time that I put this experiment out there, I go back and test it and see my hypothesis and see if I was right. And the reason I do this is because then I get much better at predicting things. You know, it's a bit like um, with blood sugar. I reckon it's 5.5 at the moment because I've done it so often, right? <laughs> you can't help yourself. That's hilarious. 4.8, so I've done well, right? But I'm close. It's pretty close. It's in the ballpark. And what I'm saying is, because I do so many properties, I help two or three people a week do properties, and we always test a hypothesis with the cash flow calculator top 100. Then afterwards, I can tell. And that's why you do one property at a time, because then you can learn from what you've done. If you do two properties at a time, you're really exposing yourself double, and it's not the right thing to do. You don't want to do that, right? Okay, let's go um, no-go zones list, George. You said you were going to release it. How many times okay to leverage a property? Let's do that. Uh, leverage your property, yep. Okay. Okay, how many times is okay to leverage against your home? When do you stop? Look, my... Okay, there's, there's one thing, and I want to talk about equity, right? So let's say you've got a $500,000 home and you owe $200,000 on it. There's some noise coming out of your computer there, Belinda, somewhere. Nothing. You check your window or something? No sound here. Okay, doesn't matter. Anyway, I'll, I can hear some like pigeons in the background. That's not here. It's silent here, George. Okay, it's not here either. Let's go. Um, so 
unless they've accidentally opened some tab. You've got something open because it's quiet here. Anyway, that doesn't matter. So let's say you've got a $500,000 property, you owe $200,000, you've got $300,000 equity. Now, that equity is sitting there doing nothing. It does nothing. You know, you wake up in the morning and, you know, this, the great example when I was doing the workshops, we don't do anymore because of COVID. But, you know, I'd, I'd say someone put their hand up who works and the plumber would get up and go, oh, yep, I get up at six in the morning. I go, what do you have for breakfast? He's like, oh, I have some Vegemite and toast and coffee. I go, and what do you do? You know, you go to work and you wave to your equity, hello, and then you go off for work all day. And what time do you get back? And they're like seven o'clock. They've been out for 13 hours. And I go, what's your equity been doing while you've been at work? They're like nothing. It's been sitting there. So I really think how many times since I've had leverage against your home over and over and over and over and over, as long as you're doing it safely, as long as you're doing it one step at a time, because I want to get all my equity working for me because you've got two choices. You can work or you can equity you can work. And trust me, getting equity working is much better. It's like a golden goose that lays that golden egg over and over and over and over. Correct. So you said no go zone list. You said yes. you're going to release this. That's coming, isn't it? Well, we were talking about it the other day. Well, you're still very loud, Belinda. Um, the no go zone is coming out very soon. I've done the studies. I've printed it out. I'm just getting our copywriter slash graphic artist to finalise it. Um, the no go zone will be out next Tuesday. Okay, great. And that's going to and look. I'll give you a bit of a clue. Right? Do not buy any units in any capital cities, no matter what. Just don't touch them with a 10-foot pole. That's a little bit of a hint. Because seriously, they're the worst. They really are. They really are the worst. And um, I want to stay away from them. I've been saying this for years and years and years. And finally, people listen to me. But, you know, the sad part is, you know, some people didn't listen to me and they got burnt. They weren't listening. So please listen to me. You know, I've got the experience. You know, I'm turning 50 this year. A big five zero. And, um, Next question. Yep. Can you join the program if you're short on time just to get the info? Um, Jeremy, uh, thanks for asking. Yes, well, we've got two types of people that want to join our program. One, we provide all the education that you need to give you all the skills because we don't want to feed you a fish. We, want to give you, we, want to, we don't want to just give you a fish. We want to teach you how to fish. We've got it all there. However, we've got some people that are very busy. You know, I've got... Um, I've got my platinum program. I've also got some um, big business people and corporates and CEOs. They earn a lot of money. They're very time poor and they are not interested in really doing any of the homework or anything like that. They just want us to help them get popular. And we do that as well. And that's not a problem. So you're welcome to join the program and just get the coach to do it all for you. That's what it's all about. And you know what, Jeremy, as far as I'm concerned, you're very smart. That's the way to do it, do things really. Because what I want to do is called leverage, right? I want to focus on what I'm good at. And if you're doing, if you're good at what you do, whatever you do, what you got to do is do what you're good at and get someone else to do the hard work for you. So, for example, you know, I've got a trainer and he works out my program and he comes in and just tells me what to do. I don't do any thinking because I don't want to waste my time because you've only got a certain amount of discipline thinking or ability to do things. And if you're doing your job or your career or your business, then you're trying to work out properly as well. It's hard. And you're better off leveraging it. Really leverage the way to go. What I want to do is I want to get a tenant, tax man, the house, the bank, and the circle of safety, and the coach that will have lived I'll do nothing. And that's the way to do it. And I spend less than 10 minutes a month on my properties. And I've got a lot of properties. Yeah. So, yes, I think that's a good idea. You know, most people, when they join their pro our program, what they do is they first they go to our 40-day challenge and do that. It's a really good entree for people that aren't comfortable and not sure exactly what we do. And I'll put a lot of value in it. And then after that, they normally go through and get a coach. But, you know, Belinda, she's one of our head property coaches. Really good. Belinda's, Belinda's known me for a while. She knows my stuff really well. You know what I mean? She knows it well. She's a very good coach, a bit motivating She's really good at just guiding you through it. I do all the work in the background. I do the, I do all the research and I find the properties. And we've got a system that works, and we're very, very careful. And the reason we're careful is we want to create ten thousand property millionaires. We want to empower ten thousand people. Absolutely. Do it right.
and there's no shortcuts there, you know what I mean? That's the fact of it. We need to really, you know, get in there and do it properly because I want people to become successful. This is my legacy. This is my reputation that we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that's the thing. So really, we've got to get our why and we've got to really work out what our why is. And the number one investment you can make, and I say this over and over again, and it's very different to what most property people say, right? Because most property people say, number one investment is property, and, you know, and then you've got the stock market people that go, number one investment stock market. And I'm saying, no, they're, they're full of shit, right? They're saying that for their own good. I'm saying you invest in yourself first before you invest in anything else. Seriously. 100%. 100%. There's two things that matter. And this is what you've got to do because you've got to be clear, right? Um, someone just said, program is fantastic. Thank you. Thank now, you very much. I've invested in educating myself and increasing my knowledge. Well done for doing that. You know, uh, Julia, that's really good. Yes, and no goes unless I'm releasing this very soon. I'm releasing on Tuesday and it's going to be a good list. And if you've got property in no go zone, please contact one of our coaches to help you. Get out of it, because you need to get out of it. Now, I must say, you know, this thing here, sticking it in, it hurt like a mother. There's a needle about that long that goes in there, stays in your arm for two weeks. Wow! Let's go back to what we're talking about. All right, educating yourself is so important. Because, but now what's important though, you know, when we talk about LVR, we're talking about interest rate and all that, a lot of people get confused. You know, is it important for you to like the property? No. Is it important to you, for you to get a great LVR? No. Is the, is the valuation important? Is the interest rate important? No. The, the two things that are important is two things only. Number one, is the property in the top 100? Is the property going to grow? Are you going to get capital growth? That's it. Question. If you can't answer that question, if that's not happening, don't do it. Please, I beg you, don't do it. Don't guess. You know, there's 16,000 suburbs in Australia, 16,000 markets. Now, when you're guessing, that's worse than going to a roulette wheel. It's worse. You're, you're safer going into a casino, right? Absolutely. Uh, that's the one thing. Number two, is the cash flow work? So when you do the cash flow calculator, whatever system you've got, when you look at that weekly payment, can you easily afford it? It's all about crunching the numbers, right? If you can't afford it... There's no point. Don't do it. I don't care. Don't do it, please. You've really got to afford it because the number one thing of investment, the number one thing you've got to think about is, hey, worst case scenario, what's going to happen? Can I afford it? What happens is, you know, if I'm finding it hard to get a tenant, the market drops, all that sort of stuff. And really, at the end of the day, that's why our system, because most properties are positive, our system's very easy. Because, you know, COVID, there's a lot of people um, that during COVID using other programs totally got effed up. They've lost a lot of money. Now, our members are totally safe. Nothing's happened at all. Nothing's changed. And, you know, our investment system's boring. But, you know, Warren Buffett says if your investing is, is exciting, there's a problem, right? So how's the Brisbane seem to be selling like crazy? Doesn't sell like COVID hasn't had any effect. Does that... This mean anything? Um, yes, it does. So if you look at um, the two areas that I'm buying in, I'm buying in Brisbane, I'm buying in Adelaide. Now, Brisbane and Adelaide are very interesting interesting um, cities, right? Because basically with Brisbane, you can have one suburb that's in the top 100, and next door is a no-go zone. And that's why you've got to be really careful. And yeah, it's all about understanding the pockets those certain pockets yep. in that 100. Is the Ipswich Queensland booming area upward side on the clock? I'm going to be released for no-go zones on Tuesday and you'll be able to actually have a look for yourself and see if it's in there. And if there's a no-go zone, don't do it. Uh, personally, with Ipswich, my gut feel is no, but I need no. to go zone. Uh, the reason being is there's this is the problem with Ipswich and this is one of the problems with... There's a lot of companies out there doing a lot of marketing and they market certain areas. And go yes buy here because it's amazing but the reason they're marketing is they're marketing because developers are giving them big commissions and help and telling them to buy there 
but there's an oversupply. Now, we have a waiting list on our program because of it's so hard to find quality property. And I could you know, easily cheat and just go to something like Ipswich and just get a whole heap of property for everyone and go, here you go. But unfortunately, long-term, it's not going to work for us or you, our clients or our members. Because what we need to do is you need boutique. You want an area where there's not going to be oversupply. And if there's 2,000 properties getting built in an area, i.e. Ipswich, well, that's going to oversupply the area. And because of that, it's not going to be good. Sydney prices are ridiculous. Yes, they certainly are. And basically, the, the reason Sydney prices are ridiculous is because Sydney's at like one o'clock on the clock. So you look at the clock, 12 o'clock at the top and six o'clock at the bottom. Sydney and Melbourne, they're up there. Now, Melbourne's on the way down on the clock. It's actually going down. And I've lost Belinda. I don't know what happened to her, but hopefully she'll come back again. <laughs> but um, anyway, I'll keep going, guys. Anyway, but basically, Sydney, very ridiculous. It's over the top. They're not getting the right return. You're getting like 3%. And I prefer getting 45 to 5.5%. When I'm doing something like that. So I'd stay away from Sydney and places like that, definitely. Look, there's some good yields in Ipswich, yes. But um, I'm looking for lack of land, more demand than supply. Um, that's what I'm looking for. So, you know, Ipswich is an interesting suburb. I'm happy to do something. What I'm going to do is when I release my top net and, uh, bottom 100, the no-go zones next week, let's see if it's on there or not. It should be interesting. 5% yield guaranteed for three years. Okay, so I don't like guarantees. And I don't like rebates. So if you're buying a property and they're giving you $10,000 rebate or $10,000 discount, or they're guaranteeing 5% for three years, that's already put into the price of the property. And I'm not a sort of person that wants to buy retail. I want to buy wholesale. I want to buy at the right price. So... If you're getting a 5% guarantee, if you're getting, you know, rebates or anything like that, what you're doing is you're paying retail. And when you're paying retail, it's going to take you a little bit longer to make you make your money. That's the thing. You know, by the time it gets to realestate.com and domain, it's a bit late. You know, that's the problem. That's the challenge. I The yield is not important to me as much as the growth. The growth is what I'm looking for. I'm really looking for growth. Growth is one of those things that's important. I'm going to try to invite Belinda back to this thing because I don't know what's happened. Oh, here she is. Belinda is back. Hello. Welcome back, Belinda. Yeah, so we're talking a little bit about yield and, and guarantees. And what I'm saying is, look, when you buy quality property, the reason, the reason you're buying a property is because the demand is greater than the supply. Now, if the demand is greater than the supply, you're not going to get developers or builders giving you any bonuses or anything like that. Absolutely not. They've got a pile of people wanting to buy from them. They don't care. The only time you get the guarantees or the bonuses and all that other stuff is when there's more supply and demand. And suddenly, it's no good. We've got to get ahead around that. Okay. So you're still doing a development project and filming it. Yes, I am. I'm still doing a development project and filming it because I'd like to share what I do and how to do it, which is going to be a lot of fun. And yes, I'm doing that this year. I've actually had a film crew follow me around and I had the film crew today. And I was actually on Belinda's, uh, I've inherited Belinda's old um, paddleboard, which I use at the front of my house. You've got it on loan, George. <laughs> when I come to Adelaide, I get it back. Yes, that's what I mean. I inherited it. I'm keeping it. But anyway. <laughs> So I'm still doing the um, development project and filming it. Yes, absolutely. Because what I want to do is Gary V, he said to me, George, you've got to document what you do and share. And what I want to do is share the inside of what we're doing and really show you what we're doing day to day. And I'm getting into that. So I've got a film crew following me around actually filming me day to day. I'm doing a development in Adelaide because it's easy, it's close. And I'm going to be doing that. I'm going to be filming it the whole lot and having a bit of fun with it and doing a case study over it and showing how it's done. I want people to learn and you know I'm gonna release this even if it doesn't work properly. You know, because I'm not I'm not scared to share my failures. You know, at the end of the day, I'm not always super successful, but you know, I'm just gonna to have to share it. Luckily, actually I've I've never really lost money in property, which is good. But sometimes I make more money. Like that property in Perth that I bought for 220. 
And thank you, Belinda. You forced me to buy it. No, I did. And that doubled in two years. went up to 500. Commercial property or residential property? Okay, really good question. Look, I am a big fan of residential. Massive fan of residential. I've been a fan of residential for a long time. Commercial property used to be amazing. It was really good. You know, back in the, the 90s, 80s and 90s, commercial property is amazing. And I know people that have made a lot of money out of commercial property. The world is changing. I don't know if you've noticed since COVID, a lot of people are working from home. A lot of people aren't going to go back. Like a lot of people are shopping from home. There's less retail space that's needed. There's less restaurants of Uber Eats. There's less offices. Commercial property is really on a downward long-term trend. Also, to make money at commercial, the first thing you need to do is get a massive tenant and have a building worth 20 or 30 million ready for them. That's the way to make money. I know a lot of people that make money, but they've got a consortium. So we're not doing that because it's a little bit difficult for people to do, and it's a bit risky. We're sticking to residential because for the normal mum and dad investor, residential is the way to go. It's easy. And residential is going to keep going up no matter what. You know, that's the fact of it. And I've, I've done the studies and, you know, I've, I've got the four top countries in the world, if you want to know. Who wants to know? Type in yes if you want to know. I'll tell you the top four countries in the world. I've got a couple of more questions come through. I don't think they've come through on your site here. That's okay. Thoughts on splitter blocks. Okay. Splitter blocks are excellent. They're great. If you got the money, you can do a splitter block, it's good. So basically... The one thing that I really like about splitter blocks, if you can buy a property, keep the existing house and cut the block off and add equity, that is the way to go. Actually, number one, number one place in the world is Australia. There you go. So in the right country. Woo! Australian, we get an extra bonus of getting all the tax dollars back. Number two best place is New Zealand. Now, who ever guessed the third best place? Remember, we're talking about demand and supply. So it's actually Singapore. Iran. No, it's not Iran. Um, Iran, the challenge of Iran is um, the government and its regional, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of politics involved. And to have a safe market, what you need is you need a democratic government that's got, that, that observes property rights there's a lot of there's a lot involved in that, but that's those two things: democratic government and property rights are very important. If you don't have those embedded really strongly in the country, that's going to affect the property market. And I know a lot of people have made money out of Iran. I've got a lot of friends from Iran actually, from Persia. I've got a couple of questions that come up on my Facebook, George, that are before these ones. Well, okay. Well, let me just answer this one, and then we'll keep going. Is it a good idea to purchase vacant land and build and place current home that I'm living for an investment? Elvina. Um, look, very interesting question. Um, purchase a vacant land and build. Well, is that for your own occupier and investment property? Then place current home that I'm living in for investment. Well, the place you're living in, are you going to get depreciation? Is it the right property investment? Um, both answers could be right. What is it the top 100? There's a, there's, a, there's a lot going on there. So that's that question. I'll tell you the best way to answer that question. The best way to answer that question is to do the 14-day challenge first and get everything down pat. Because before you answer a question when it comes to property investing, this is what I need to know. This is what you need to know. One, what are your goals? Where do you want to be in 10 years, 20 years' time? Two, where are you now? What have you got? Three, how much tax do you pay? How much income do you have? Where are you going? And once we got those, then we can formulate a plan but those three things are so important without those three things you can't really answer that question dual occupancy or adding granny flats is better investment than single dwelling look this is the deal right i think that if you're in melbourne or sydney right and um you can chuck a granny flat on and add a lot of value depending on the return it could be okay right because sydney's like that but in places like adelaide and brisbane and perth the granny flat doesn't work because pe people can just go in a house, you know what I mean? Dual occupancy, I don't like that because that's two properties under one roof. Now, what sort of person are you going to get to live in that place under one roof? Probably lower socioeconomic because if you've got money, you don't want to share a house with someone else under one roof because it's pretty noisy. 
And then the other thing we've got is when you sell it, because when you buy a brand new dual occupancy, you've got a lot of tax deductions. It's great. After 10 years, your depreciation is gone. It's getting older. There's lots of maintenance. And the problem is your market to sell is very small. Who wants to buy that? You know, so the problem is the big thing you got to worry about when you buy a property is you need a market, a big market for people want to buy it to get them capital growth. So you buy something people don't want to own, then you're not going to get capital growth. That's why I stick to three or four bedroom townhouse or house. That's the bread and butter. 80% of Australians, they like that sort of thing. They want to live there. They want to own it. They want to rent it. It's easy. I want something very easy. And someone said no sporks. Exactly. We don't want a spork. And a spork... <laughs> So thank you for that, which is very important. Got some extra questions here, um, George. What about buying in cheaper suburbs like Elizabeth? Prices are reasonable, rent returns excellent. No, because we're not looking for a return. It's not. Elizabeth. We don't want Elizabeth at all because the problem with Elizabeth, places like that, is there's too much land. You go out, there's a lot of land out there. There's a lot of socioeconomic. There's not enough pressure to build it up. So when I'm looking at demand supply ratio, Right. I don't know if everyone's heard of Freakonomics. Freakonomics, yeah. yeah. Freakonomics is the economics of how people do things, right? And what they do is they use accounting to find out what people are willing to do and not to do, right? I use Freakonomics stuff to actually work out where I want to invest. And the best way to find that out is I want to look where people are spending their money, where people are paying more, where vendor discounts going down, occupancy rates are going up, vacancy rates going down, auction clearance rates going up, data markets going down, those sort of things. So I'm looking at 49 different factors and seeing what people are actually doing. Now, how will the 14-day challenge work? Is it run daily? Look, I do the 14-day challenge once a month and I've only got limited seating because- I think this is the last one for the year as well, George. November is the last one for the year, yes. Yep. Now, I only do it once a month, I've got one left and I charge $97. That's a bargain. Well, 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 let me finish. And I give 100% money back guarantee. If you don't think it's the best $97 you've spent in your life, and if you spend $97 on something better, I don't care what it is, whether it's a meal, another course, just email me. I'll give you money back. <laughs> no, seriously, because people love the challenge. It's awesome. But the 14-day challenge... I, I really, the reason I did the 14 day challenge is because of COVID. You know, a lot of people couldn't come to our workshops and seminars. And I found the 14 day challenge has been really good because we get to show you exactly what we do and how we do it. You get to do it in practice. And because of the hands on nature, I can only have a certain amount of people in there. So what it is, is we're starting the first Monday of November, which is my birthday. And um, because it's my birthday, I'm going to be doing something special in the 14 day challenge next month. And then what happens is each day I'll give you a bit of homework. 15 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour. You watch the video, do your homework, and that's it. Now, if you miss one night, that's okay. You can make up the next night. You don't have to be there every night. But you need to really finish the challenge and do it while we can because we're doing it live and you can get the help and I can help you. The fourth country, Australia, New Zealand, Singapore. Okay, good question. The fourth country is Israel. There's hardly land there. The GDP is growing. They're getting a lot of migration. They're going really well. They're going gangbusters. Angela. Angela's done our 14-day challenge, and she said it's fantastic, excellent information, cheap for $97. Thank you. I really appreciate it. That's great. Yeah. I'm going to put the link up in a minute. I'm just down getting it from our thing. Yeah. Well, look, guys, I'm going to be in there live with the 14-day challenge, and I, I really, you know, with the 14-day challenge, basically what it's going to do is going to give you the groundwork. And so I'm saying if the asking price for a block of land is 625, what's the reason we offer to make in Sydney? Alvina, I'm really sorry, I don't know what suburb, so I don't even know if it's worthwhile buying that block of land for one. And two, we need to know what suburb, we need to know DSR, we need to do a lot of, lot of homework first and see where it is. There's 16,000 suburbs, where is that suburb in that tally? Is it up the top or the bottom? If it's up the top, you want to offer 625. If it's not at the top, it's on the bottom half, you don't want to touch up 10 foot pole at all. Is duplex better return on investment? Look, duplex is okay. The problem is you're putting all your eggs in one basket. So me personally, I want to spread out my risk as much as possible. You know, so if I buy North Brisbane, then I'm buying South. 
If I'm buying west, then I'm buying east. I don't want I don't want to walk my property in one basically suburb, right? And I want to spread them around Australia. I want to buy in Adelaide. I want to buy in Brisbane. Then I want to buy in Perth. Then I want to move around because you want to share it around. Correct. And also, the the, du- the problem with the duplex is they're very expensive. Well, they're double. They the um, so can you make money out of duplex? Look, this is the deal. When we've got a real fast property market going up, there's certain times where duplexes work very well. At the moment, because of COVID, there's a lot of uncertainty. And I would suggest you don't put two eggs in one basket. You want to separate them all. Just don't touch the duplex. And minim- as you said, like minimise your risk. Minimise your risk for now. Don't, don't, don't go. It's all about playing it safe. Yeah, really. it's safe. Like, can you make more money in duplex? Possibly. Can you lose more money? Yes. So don't do it. Just minimise your risk. Go small. You know, I want you spending three fifty to four fifty per property. That's what you should be doing. Nice and small, easy, where you can't really lose. The pre-training. With the pre-training, what we do is teach you how to create a million-dollar game plan. Find the right vehicle, why property. The millionaire mindset, where are you now? Week one, foundation, set your goals. Discover your biggest roadblocks. Live in the lifestyle of your dreams. How much money do you really need? This is a great exercise. When can you quit your job? You can find out exactly when you're going to quit your job. Budgeting 101, how to budget. How to fix your credit if you've got bad credit. Buying property with no cash deposit. We've got nine different ways. The Black Belt Manifesto, which is pretty cool. Day eight, the ultimate property strategy. The secret to high-growth properties, protecting your empire, how to not get sued, lose your money, superannuation. And then what we've got after that is we've got the graduation webinar where I teach you how to legally get $85 back from your tax per week. Now, who'd like to get $85 back per, per property per week from their tax? How awesome is that? Then I'm going to teach you how to cut your mortgage in half and pay it off in 12 to 15 years for the same sort of money and show you how to leverage it and do all that. That's what we're doing in that challenge. It's pretty good. It's a great course. And you put it in the chat, didn't you, Belinda? Yes, I have put it in the chat. I'd love to see you guys in the 40-day challenge. That'd be great. Now, guys, if you're on our Facebook group, um, Positive Property Club, that's where we're answering all the questions. If you're answering questions in a different place, we probably can't see you. And I apologize, but that's where you want to go. So join us in the group. If you're in the group, I'd love you to join us at the Positive Property Show in, in the podcast. That way you've got little George Markowski in your pocket, giving you property motivation every week on a Tuesday. <laughs> right? you, know, you can drive to work, keep yourself amused. And look, <laughs> I've been, we've been very, I'm very grateful. We've hit number 63 in Australia. Yay. We've done so far. And we've only been open for four weeks. So please, you know, if you like what we do, I'd love your support. Please subscribe. Subscribe, like, share, comment, give us a rating. As long as it's a good rating. We had one person give us a shit rating. <laughs> one guy called the There's always one. There's always one. It's a one star. Doesn't even know us. And he said, Oh, don't waste your time with this rubbish. But yeah, that's life. That's life. And look, I'm I'm happy to do that. See, look, I'm actually happy to talk about people that criticize us. I'm open minded to doing that. You know, some people get emotional about it. I know my wife doesn't like it. She gets upset about it. That's fair enough, but me. Yeah, join the podcast. Yes, join the podcast. Guys, what other questions do we have tonight? You know, it's a beautiful day out there. Such a lovely day here in Adelaide. Wow. Hope everyone's having a really good day. I've had a great day. Look, this is the thing. When I first started doing Wednesdays, and I committed to doing every single Wednesday for the rest of the year, and we're nearly there already now, which is pretty cool. I know, I know. I found it difficult to start with, but to be honest with you, this is my favorite part of the week. I actually look forward to Wednesday nights. I love connecting with everyone, all the comments and everyone else. I'm really grateful for all of you watching. Thank you so much. I love it. I really love it. It's great. Guys, so basically, at the end of the day, this is the deal. No one's perfect, and we don't expect you to be perfect. The deal is, what you've got to do is you've got to raise your standards, get clear on what you want, and then Find out your why. What's your why? You're doing this for your family, for your kids, for yourself. I don't care why you're doing it, but you need to have your why. You need to be really clear on your why. And I promise you, the why is the most important thing. The how is the easy part. Because all you've got to do is the 14 day challenge and then join our program. We'll give you the how. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. And look, we've got the how. 
but the why is so important. And what I find is people that join our program, we find the people that have got a big why, they really kick ass on it. What's the book that you've written about property? Ah, yes. The book I've written about property is called Freedom Through Property. It's the number one bestseller. It's great. Um, we're actually getting new copies. We've, we've been selling 50 books a week. And what I've been doing is I've been doing um, free book plus shipping. So you pay $9, we send it to you, and you get the book for free. And you're practically getting it free because it's going to cost me nearly $9 to send by the time I pack it. And we're, we're, on the 26th of October, we're getting a new shipment of books. And what I've done is I've got a limited edition of books, 500 that I've personally signed and serial numbered. And everyone that buys the book, they're going to get a chance to, um, to get that book. So if you want, that's great. But look, if you're interested in my book, um, it should be in Positive Property Club in the units somewhere, I reckon. Let's go to units. Because in the units, what we've done, we've put in... Where are the units? Here we go, units. Manifesto, Positive Blueprint. No, it's not there. I'm going to put it in there. There you go. I'm always learning. Oh, what's the difference between 14-day challenge and black belt? Great question. Okay, so the 14-day challenge is our entree program. This is a mainly do-it-yourself, but do it with us. We do it together with us, with me and the coaches, and we guide you through it. And what the 14-day challenge is really in a nutshell, as I described before, we go through and find out where you're at, find out where you want to go, find out what you've got that you can get where you need to get, how to find a deposit, how to get your budget right, how to fix your credit, how to get a loan, how to get the maximum equity out of your property. We find all the tweaks there. And basically, at the end of the 14-day challenge, you're creating a million-dollar property game plan. You know, by the end of it, you've got a plan. You know how to get your tax back. You know how to pay off your mortgage. You know what, how many properties you need to retire. You know exactly how long it will take you to get there and how much money you need to live the lifestyle you need. That's what it is. That's the point in that challenge. And no matter who you do property with, whether it's with us or someone else or anything, and seriously, if you're going to do property any time in your life, the 14-day challenge is a must. Like, it's the most important part. Because if you don't know where you're going, you don't know how to get there, how are you going to do it? So the 14-day challenge is like, okay, work out your destination, put in your GSP, GPS, and it shows you how to get there. Well, that's very important. Black belt member... Speaking of which, I'm going to interrupt you now because I'm actually about to go online with a Black Belt member because as your head coach, I've got to do some coaching tonight. And okay. um, so, hey, it's been a great, great live. Okay, bye. See you later. So, guys, the Black Belt membership is where you get a coach like Christina or Belinda and also me as the head coach. And what happens is you get a coach that gets your 14-day plan, the million-dollar game plan, and then helps you implement it and actually guide you and hold your hand every step of the way. And basically what we do is we step-by-step, step, it's actually to buy a property, to get a property is a 14-step process. And each step, you've got some homework, you've got your coach checking on it and the coach helping you make sure that you keep yourself um, protected. And thank you, Belinda. I really appreciate you joining tonight because uh, Christina's in a little mini retreat doing some business thing and she's not with me tonight so I thought I'd invite Belinda with us and if you want to see more of Belinda please let us know we'd love to bring her along it's great and that's what's happening with Black Belt so Black Belt is really our signature program it's our program where we teach you how to invest and at the end of the day in November everyone that's doing our challenge in November they're going to get a special deal joining the Black Belt because once a year I do a special deal for my birthday and I do it because it's my birthday and I can do it because I'm the boss and I don't care. It's a lot of fun. So there you go. So anyway, guys, we've been going nearly an hour. So I think um, we have um, done everything else we need to do. Uh, what I want to do is say thank you, everyone, for coming along. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Remember, each Wednesday we're here. Now, one more thing I wanted to mention. If you're in Adelaide... We're actually having Breakfast of Champions on Sunday, October the 25th at Bravo Cafe. Click on the link, um, in go into the group and click on the um, event and register because I've only got limited seating. But I'm going to personally be sitting down 
and talking properly and mindset with everyone. And look, I really am so glad that we can finally do this and get, get together in public. I'm going to be doing this on a monthly basis. I'd love to see you guys there. I'd love you to join. So guys, that's it for me for now. That's it for me for Wednesday night. Enjoy your Wednesday night. Have a great night. Thank you so much for joining us. Please join the challenge if you're interested. If you're interested, join the um, our podcast. And also, we'll see you at the cafe for Breakfast of Champions. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. I'm grateful for all our listeners around the world. If you found this podcast valuable, please share with someone that might find this useful. And please join our tribe of purpose-driven investors, increasing income and impact in our Facebook group, Positive Property. Please note, we have a multi-million dollar property portfolio and a passive income. I've become incredibly successful at investing in property. The fact of it is, however, many people may find investing in property challenging. It's not easy, and it takes a lot of hard work. However, becoming educated to make an informed decision and having the right advisors gives you the tools you need to succeed. The most important part of this formula, however, is to actually take action and apply that knowledge. It is important to understand that information I share is of a general nature only and is not taken into account your unique circumstances. If you're considering investing in any asset class, you need to seek the advice of an independent professional advisor who will be able to look at your specific situation. Be sure your advisors actually achieve the kind of results you're seeking. Many won't have, so beware. We've taken great care putting those educational resources together. We'd be surprised if you didn't find any errors or omissions. If you do, our legal team says we have to say we're not responsible for those. In fact, as with all things, even your success, we're not responsible. That responsibility always has and always will come down to you and the actions you take. We're passionate about supporting you in that process and helping you increase your ability to create wealth, live the life you desire, provide all the things you dream of for you and your family.